Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Basketball is back and BetOnline remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at BetOnline. And as your continued source for all your sports wagering information, BetOnline features live betting, free contests, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports and events, whether that's the NFL, NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, or even golf. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code BELIEVE to receive your rewards. That's B-L-E-A-V. BetOnline, where the game starts. Believe in the Arizona Cardinals. It is the Arizona Cardinals-centric specific show where, of course, we talk about the Arizona Cardinals here in the metropolitan Phoenix area. I am one of your hosts. I am Javon J. Love Adams. And uh, with me, as always, is my co-host. He's a star of the show. He makes this thing go. Not only did he play professional baseball, but he also played in the National Football League and was on that first Super Bowl-bound team from the Atlanta Falcons. And he also played on a couple other teams out there. And, and you know, saying back when he was shimmy and shaking all that stuff. What's good with you, man? Man, you know I'm the man standing next to the man. Standing next to the man. Standing next to the <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. So we so we do this thing twice a week. The first, uh, so the our quick Sunday reaction after the game, which goes live on Monday, is uh, is of course a recap of the game that just ended. And then, typically, as you hear this, this is as we look forward to the next week. But since we have that hard knocks in season going on, we've been kind of giving our reaction to that. And then, of course, we would talk about the the upcoming game as well given the time given the time frame but the cardinals are on a bye this week and so the next time that we talk about the cardinals as we're looking into the week i think what we'll do for our monday show is kind of a, re- a reflection of the year of this the year up to the season up to this point but then uh, of course we'll be talking about a monday night matchup it's going to be a monday night matchup against the patriots yeah. on the 12th so we so again the hard knocks in season the game leading up to the most recent game, which was the San Diego Chargers, up oh, San Diego, Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, I could put a, a dollar in the jar. So a couple of things that stuck out to me, easy. I want to get your thoughts. One thing when we talked about when we earlier in the week, we you mentioned we talked about people making business decisions. And so the the part of the episode was Hamilton, it was he he was spotlighted on the on the film. And they kept it was kept rewinding and circling and when they were kind of looking at the doing the film study based upon the position group for the for the for the dbs and the position coach was seemed to be driving the point home we can't have this the 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 film essentially doesn't lie this is this is your resume this is your calling card pardon me and all those things and hamilton he says he at one point during the the meeting or during the the session during he he's he raises his hand and said that was me no matter why i did it I, that just can't happen is that what those film sessions are like or were you in ones that were a little bit more intense than that before i get your thoughts on other parts of the episode i've been in those when they've been that intense plus you know especially when you're losing everything is magnified and i always toss it out there jay you know, sports is a dis- different animal. I'm, and we we can always relate it to life in general, corporate business, et cetera, et cetera, because it is a business. Uh, being in a locker room or on an, with an organization is very much like being in, uh, you know, fashion, what do you call it, a fashion 500 club 
businesses or whatever, you know, yeah. I always warn people or tell people you are very lucky when you work on Wall Street that there are not cameras mm. following you around everywhere you go, watching everything you do, Ooh. and not just doing the game. This is practice as well. People forget our practices, they have the all 12 and the sideline view of every single snap you take, right. every single play, you know, so it could be just one-on-one drills, whatever it is, you have the cameras always watching. And, you know, people lose sight of that. You know, you can mess up in an office and find some way to hide it. And everybody's like, who did that? You know, it's like, <laughs> and you, and you see nobody in the room raising their hand like, yeah, I messed up there. That Ooh. report should have went out yesterday and I forgot. But we, <laughs> nobody knows who was assigned to, you know? Yeah, in, right. in the world of sports, bruh, every single thing you do Monday through Sunday mm. is on film. And when you mess up like Hamilton did, there's, and here's the thing. He didn't mess up. He just didn't put in maximum effort. And what, real quick, there. I'm going to let you Go finish. Ahead. But one, That's one of the things that was the, the tape is paused. The coach has the pointer, circles it, keeps circling it, keeps circling it as he's, as he's talking about, you know, this is what we can't have. We got to have this effort. And, and it's not as if it was, it doesn't matter who does it. Look at the whole team. No, it's such as a play like this. Circle, 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 rewind, play, pause, rewind, rewind. And that just, you just sitting there. All right, man. Um, yeah. Nah, bro. You at the me. mercy of the dude with the clicker and the fast forward and rewind button. And that's usually a coach that's trying to drive that point uh, in to hammer that nail in. And, you know, the roughest part, bro, is as a player, I don't care what was a Wednesday practice in the middle of the season or, you know, I missed a block or two out there uh, in live game action. Every player knows exactly every snap he took and he knows those Say if you're in the in the ball game thirty, let's call it thirty five times, and yeah. you had relatively thirty good plays for okay, and that one play, bro, you know exactly what time it's going to happen, when mm. it's going to happen. The only thing you hope, and this is a, you hope somebody else screwed up just as bad or worse than you right. to take the spotlight off you, and that's bad. I mean, but I mean, there were times when it was like, man, I hope somebody screwed up. That I did on this one, you know, flub a block, whatever it was. In this instance, not give maximum effort. Um, and when you know, you know, it's coming, and you know, you during practice before you even go watch the film, like you come into the building, you know, you're getting your weights in, you see your position coach, and you kind of try to feel him out, like you know, didn't have a great game, but you try to feel him out, and sometimes they give you that look like, man, you effed up, that's what you did. Yeah. Wait you go watch the film. And it's like, well, what can I do? Now, a dude that is assured of his money and his place in, on this planet Earth, you know, he's good because he's like, ain't going to cut me, you know. Dudes like, <laughs> myself, dudes like myself and others, man, it was like, man, I hope I hope they would call me to the office after this one. So it's okay. rough. It, it's rough, bro. It can't be rough. Now, here's something that, and I'm going to use this, I'm going to use my, put myself as an example here. Um, sometimes people will say to my wife, or maybe sometimes people when uh, maybe when you're when you're talking about, hey, that's my brother Jay over there, and they might say Jay's kind of quiet. You might say, Nah, Jay ain't quiet. 
Jay quiet. Jay, Jay talk. Jay, Jay talk is behind off. You just, you just don't know Jay, right? And so the reason I'm using myself as that example is because Buddha Baker has always been been mentioned as that doesn't really speak much. So again, back to what you mentioned before, as we were as this, as the Hard Knocks in season was preparing to debut. And then after that first, the first episode, and it seemed like they really spotlighted Buddha. Was he playing to the camera storylines and all that? So having said that, because I, I want, I want your thoughts on that. Could it be that, yeah, maybe when he's trying to talk, trying to talk to the media, he don't want to talk. So, so, okay. So the media makes it seem as if he's, he, he doesn't talk much, but he, he talk, does his talking on the field when on the practice field or in the, in the film sessions or in the meetings within your, your, your position groups, you're talking and you're, and you're trying, you lead that way, but in front of the, when it's public facing in front of the media, you talk less. Could that be it? Because it seems to be, it doesn't seem as if it's forced when he's talking. It's not as if he's coming in trying to speak uh, as if he's Shakespeare. Right. So it's, I'm, I'm just curious your thoughts on Buddha. Could that, could I have something there or do you think that I'm off base? No, you could have something. And the, the honest guy's truth Jay, is when, you know, you and I talk, anybody speculating who is not in the locker room with these guys. Now, I can say I've been in locker rooms before. I have never been in the Cardinals locker room. So right. I can't say I've been around Buda Baker enough to know what his actual, you know, persona is. I'm just going off, I guess, my guesstimation, you know, mm-hmm. meaning with the cameras, he might talk just a little more. But without the cameras, he might still talk maybe in different ways, maybe at different times. I don't know. So, you know, you could be spot on. I mean, maybe we're just seeing the best of Buddha. Because, I I mean, I'll be honest with you. Buddha is a dude that I could be a ride or die for, even though I was an offensive player. He's a type of dude, and I've been on teams before, when you look across at the other side of the room and, you know, defensive guys, you know what they're putting out there. Yeah. You know, it's like, dude, I I, I wouldn't have – I couldn't go home and sleep right if I didn't give everything I could or had to help prepare this team. Now, for a guy like me, Jay, I knew on my, my sometimes I was a starter show during the week because I was given that look. You know, we're playing a Broncos team with Shannon Sharp and stuff like that. I was wearing the red jersey to be sharp that week or, you know, throwing right. your other big time tight end. So I knew I had to give my dudes a look because I knew once Sunday came, I was going to get my 25, 30 snaps, whatever it was on my side. But my main goal was to show these dudes what they were going to see. And if I was half-assing it out there, I wouldn't be giving it justice. So, like, for somebody like a Buda Baker, he's an inspiration, man. You see what he's going through physically. Um, you can tell he honestly, he, he cares. I would say in some instances there would be guys playing to the camera. Buda Baker's not one of them. I do think he honestly cares. Now, whether if the cameras weren't there, how much, how verbal would he be? I don't know because I'm not there. But you have a great point, and maybe we're just seeing that that side of him shine a little more. But I do, I do know one thing: he obviously cares about what's going on out there on the field, good and bad. So believe in the Arizona Cardinals. So now I've I've I had a couple of the points that I wanted to bring up. So what did you see? What stood out to you? A um, couple things. One of them, one of them was a little funny. Okay. Yeah, real quick. It was. I don't know if you saw the spot when uh, Marquise was back. Obviously, and they're working at practice, and 
Kyler kind of walked over to him and it was, he was coming off from running the route. He said, when you run that post, throw your hands up because I can't. Yeah, said, I said, yes, yes, <laughs> yes. He almost said, because I can't see. Yeah. And then he, he stopped yeah. himself. And he's like, yeah, just throw your hand up when, when you blow through there or whatever. Yeah. And I was just, yeah. I chuckled because I was like, oh, okay. He almost slipped up himself. Yeah. He almost said, I can't see. Talk you about know? being, talk about being a meme. That would be. Oh my goodness. Forever. Uh, the, the other thing, reflecting back to Isaiah Simmons, they went back to that time earlier in the year and he's still yes. trying to figure it out out there. Yes. They went back into that time to that poor portion of the season when we were like, that boy was confused out there yeah. when they benched him. And you could tell he was frustrated because he's like, what do you guys want me to do? Yeah. And I thought at least, it? at least it showed something where he said, look, I, what am I not doing? Can you help me? Can you help me? Yeah. As, opposed, as opposed to being upset and just saying, well, whatever y'all just, whatever I, I know I'm what I was supposed to do. At least he's open to that, to being coached. Exactly. And you could tell he was frustrated because, and then he even mentioned how, oh, you know, we can run the same uh, off our defense and I could have a different responsibility every single snap, you know. So I think he's coming around a little bit, but they even said, you know, you got to play without thinking. And I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, you guys got so much on his plate that yeah. early in the year. Yeah. I mean, I felt sorry for the young man. One other thing I saw, bro, and I mean, I know it's in game, and but when they when the Cardinals had that first fumble that they took back, yes. was it a fumble? Yeah, remember the fumble that they got on, but we got it and pulled it out, so it yeah. should have been our ball. Yeah, and I've never seen a head coach so never seen that before. I'm yeah, good. yeah. I'm thinking, my bro, do you know how some of these coaches there? You see them over there taking the headphones off, throwing, and you got to have somebody there to catch it. <laughs> because they are like livid and they want an explanation. And what the hell's going on out here? Cliff, I've never seen that before. You know, we, we had it and they said that we took it from them. And man, I, once again, it's that fire, man. Yeah. That leadership, where is it? I'm thinking to myself, if, I mean, you got to be one thing I used to love, bro. And this is a baseball and football. I loved when either a manager or a coach, even, it was questionable that we caught it or did. They would go to bat for you, scream and holler because they wanted to let you know they got your back. And also they got a little fire in their belly. Yeah. I mean, I just, for me, and I know some people, well, that's just kind of a small thing. Man, I'm telling you, guys will, when you get upset, we get upset. How many times, and I've had managers that would tell, like when I was playing baseball, I had managers that would tell me, man, because, you know, we'd have a long series with somebody, you know, and it's been going back and forth. You know, it's a four-game series. We're always a getaway day, the game four. And he, some, some of my managers on the bus ride the night before, yeah. back to the hotel room. Hey, I'm, I'm taking an early one tomorrow because they knew we needed a seat. He knew we needed a spark, so he knew the first sign of okay, I'm gonna go out there and I'm gonna show my behind because these dudes need to see it. They either need to know I got their back or I need to light a fire. You know, that right. type of thing. Right. And I mean, sure enough, you know, all of a sudden, uh, a pitch that wasn't called the right way, he's screaming from the dugout, and it's like, oh, here you go. He ain't gonna give him an early shout. <laughs> right after, you know. And <clears throat> for football, it's a little different, but I would have liked to have seen him raise a little hell and throw a, a, a headset, and you know, because that was crucial. Yeah. When we didn't get that ball back, Los Angeles went down, scored a touchdown, made it 
got right back in the game because I think it was 10 nothing. Next year it was 10 7. Next year it was 10 14. You know, them. So I, I just saw just an opportunity for Cliff just to show your ass a little bit, man. Just show us you, you know, show us you care. Mm. You know, the, mm. the way he was just like, well, you know, yeah, I've never seen that before. Like, damn, that was that wasn't the response I'm thinking we were supposed to get, man. So, all right, one thing that's interesting to me is it seems as if it, this reminds me of the the first time I was really in management in the corporate world, and again, I, I I did it for all the wrong reasons in terms of going for that promotion. And so, the my interactions with my team before I started to grow into the role was, all right, everybody, so you know what to do. All right, go out there, get on, just make sure you talk to everybody. All right, we good? All right, bye. And it seems like that's what Cliff does. Again, there could be a lot that's on the cutting room floor, whereas we're not getting some of those more involved type of of maybe more impassioned type of uh, talks or interactions with the team. But at the end of the game, at the end of the San Diego, the, the Los Angeles Chargers game, Hey, all right, everybody. Know, we know, we know what it was. We, uh, you know, we talked about it during the week. Uh, you know, that's everybody's good. Everybody good. We good. All right, good. All right, good. And it's and and there's no and there's no fire. There's no disappointment. There's no. Yeah, I asked you guys to play hard. You play hard. All right, we good. All right, so we're gonna see you. All right, be good. All right, everybody, break. All right, be good. And that's that's one of the things that that stands out to me um, when it comes to. When, when it comes to uh, when it comes to Cliff and because they're because they are joined at the hip that, yeah, I, I understand that Kyler is a super talented is is very talented. But even when he's throwing the ball, aren't you supposed to be throwing stepping into throws instead of always throwing off your back foot? I'm just I mean, it, and again, I haven't played. So that's just something that I noticed when he was in practice. And so a lot of that was going on off of the back foot, because if you're if you're a quarterback, you, you're trying to step in to get that power, right? You, it's the last thing you want to do is throw off the back foot because then it, then the accuracy is off a little bit. You're not getting as much, uh, as, as much, as much power into it and it can just loft. So am I wrong there? Both of those things take, take either one you want. You are spot. Which one do you want me to hit first? You go ahead and toss me the, uh, let's go with, let's first? go with the second first. So go with the Kyler. Okay. I'll go with Kyler. I was watching that episode, man. I've been, we've been watching it every week. I have never, and I don't know how every team runs their practices, but you talk, have we, I have not, and I know late in the season, you're not supposed to be, there's no contact. Right. Right. All through my years, bro, I don't care whether it was week one or week 16 or 17, our coaches, they were like, look, I need maximum effort. I need the speed and the tempo so we can get as good a look without putting our hands on each other, but I need you guys flying around the field. Bruh, has Kyle, I mean, the, the, the routes and things, like Kyle was like, hey, I'm going to throw some routes to you. These dudes are out there running not even 75%, along with him, not even throw, like you say, not stepping into his passes or anything. Everything's off a of back foot and just a lob, you know, uh, casual this. No foot, no attention to detail of footwork of, you know, we're going to run, I need this route run at 16 a cut at 16, not 15 and a half, not 17 and a half. I need this run at 16 on the nose, and I need tempo so I can see it. Bro, these dudes are out there. And along with Kyler, also a reflection of his coach. I mean, this is how you run your practice. This is how you – the players feed off of you. If you're willing to accept 
75% dudes jogging around, just kind of, you know, th- then that's what they're going to give you. And that's, you know, that's another sign to me. Uh, you imagine, I, I imagine, let's just take, for instance, in Indianapolis, you had Jeff Saturday just take over, right? right. You can already tell the tempo of everything they're doing. Now, he flubbed it with the clock a little bit this, this past week. But you can tell their tempo and what they're trying to get after. It's like that doesn't just happen overnight, right? Right. That's something that is sparked by coming into a room and then alerting everybody. I don't care how we did it before. This is how we're now going to do it. And I get the impression I'm watching Cliff's practices and Kyler just thrown off the back foot. Like you said, I'm watching what, bro, I'm watching the defensive back. Like they showed Simmons and he's like kind of half running like everybody else is. He gets an interception, right? Mm-hmm. He goes down, gets it. He gets up, starts trotting and kicks the ball. Right, right. You know, you know what we used to do when a ball was intercepted, the entire defense turned, looked for somebody to semi block, and it was full out sprint, you know, to the other end zone, you know, to, to, to illustrate, Hey, we just made a pick. This is how we return it. That type of thing. Yeah. You don't see that sense of urgency with Kyler. He's out there just kind of lollygagging, doing his thing. Uh, you know, Cliff, um, man, I, the the tempo and everything that he's kind of putting forth, it's just another illustration for me. I don't know if he's the right dude for this job, man. I just don't see him setting the tone for this organization. And you talked about the speech, bro. I'll ask you a question. You love when I ask you, ask you questions sometimes. Yeah. If you don't know what to say, what are you going to say? <laughs> don't he has say no nothing. idea. Don't say nothing. As you said, everything is a, hey, we, you got it right. We're we're good, right? We're good. He has no clue of like, okay, I, this is how I need to pull these dudes out of this, put them my stamp on this, you know, take control of this room, be the alpha in the. Hey, bro, he's you, you good? Everybody good? We we're we're all hey, we know what we got to do right. Everybody, like you said, he has no, no clue what to say, so he just kind of reverberates to say. I mean, from one week to the next, bro, you could say. We should have a game. What week did Cliff say this? And, you know, it'll be it'll be like every week. It sounds just like what he said last week. You know, yeah. So yeah. it's it's trending in a bad. Um, this game even more so because we said it on Sunday after the game. Even more so after watching the the, the episode, and I'm like, you can't lose this game. This yeah, game you cannot lose. And yeah. they found a way to lose it. And once again, it's like, well. Now we just got to get five in a row. You got to get five in a row. You haven't won two in a row. Mm. You talking about we, we got to get five in a row. You need to be talking about we need to take it one at a time. Let's concentrate on New England. You know, get your get your legs under you, but New England, let's get one. And we're going to get five in a row now. We got to get five in a row. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it is. It's, again, seeing it from because they're, they're trying to – the storylines, because, again, they're, they're trying to – it's entertainment. That's what hard. Yeah. That's what hard knocks tries to be. So the, again, they didn't really mention the the Eno Benjamin situation. They didn't touch on that at all. So you yeah. imagine that there's something there because they're trying to keep it. They're not trying to be controversial. Of course, there's some things that they have no 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 uh, no other choice but to mention, as with the the offensive line coach um, being being let go. And so and they didn't really take a dive into that one. So they're just going surface level on a lot of these things unless it's to try to really tell the story. So I, I wonder 
in a situation like that, when we, we talked about that fourth quarter, talked about some of the play calling, the, the, the three and outs, uh, and really not being able to to get that four to get that four minute offense as you've talked about multiple times, not being able to execute that. What the what the film on the cutting room floor says about how maybe the team is upset about the the coach and his and his lack of play calling, or or his or or his inability to really get put his finger on the pulse of what's going on. That's what that's what had me wondering because if you look at some of those players. There, there's somebody that said a disparaging word somewhere, somewhere along the way, and that's got to be recorded somewhere. Yeah, uh, this is one of those things. And hard knocks, we all know what it is. You said it's entertainment. They want to focus on guys. I will say I was very pleased to see that the team went out and represented um, on Thanksgiving Day, you know, handed out some meals at the, uh, uh, the, the, the woman's shelter and stuff like that. You love to see that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it is entertainment. It is about them showing the side of different players, focus on them. You never know who's going to be next. Uh, I wasn't overly impressed with once again Kyler's representation. It just seems like I said he he he's not out there leading. He's just thinking I'm going to go out there, I'm going to ball out, and then that shows you what I'm all about, you know. And I I'm just still not seeing it from him. And you know I know you sometimes think I'm picking on him, but just being in those rooms sometimes, it, it just seems like something is missing from his from his side, you know. And I, I just don't – I don't know where this organization goes because this season has been a mess. And I keep saying, you know, you're always like, well, can't get any worse than this. Yes, it can because there's hmm. five games left yeah. and a whole lot of things could come down. Somebody could open up their mouth the wrong way. Uh, we still have, you know, coaches and GM's futures – not necessarily dangling in the wind because, like I said, with those extensions, those extensions, they're all they're yeah. all tied together. All three of everybody's them, tied the together, manager, yeah. the coach, and the quarterback. So there's, it's that. What do you do? Do you do you just say, yeah, I, we I lost the receipt, so I'm gonna go ahead and just so buy, a, you know, I lost the receipt for for the for the laptop, so now I'll just go ahead and buy a new one just because I can't because I can't take this back because I lost the receipt. I mean, it's it's <laughs> it, what do you do? You're you're you are you've committed. Or do you here? You know, here's the problem with that scenario. Here's the problem with that scenario. You bought that computer, the, the first one, you bought it on a, a payment plan. So you don't even own it. It's one thing if you own it and you just can't return it. Yeah. You're like, it's a wash. You know, I own it. All right. This is one of those ones where, bruh, yeah, you, you get one. I got you one of them uh, 2,500 hibachis. You know, <laughs> you, you owe, you owe $3,000 on it. You only just started paying the first payment or second payment so you still got a balance of uh 25 2600 with interest and all that yeah and that's, that's a different scenario than well i'll just go get another one you want to pay for two of them at the same time Woo. that's the problem yeah so yeah you know it's a whole different scenario yeah and i don't know if the big wells i don't they're not about they're not about that life man they're not about eating that kind of money that kind of bread with that many years to go and as a head as a coach you know because here's the thing I just discovered Matt Rule. He just uh, just signed, uh, took the um, Nebraska Nebraska job, right? Yeah. You know, almost Carolina still owes him. They still got to pay that man and check. You can check my facts. They still owe him forty million dollars. And and he gets it because he didn't take he another coaching job in the yes. NFL. He went to so, the 
Yeah, to the to the. So he basically could go to, to Nebraska and say, "I'll play for, I'll coach for free for the first couple because <laughs> Carolina got y'all back." You know that type of thing. You think uh, the Midwest is looking at paying out? You know, uh, man, we might be stuck with this one for quite a while. And ooh, and I'm telling you, man, that it's the A word apathy. So we we got to we got to keep an eye on that. So it's going to be a Monday night. Uh, Monday night game, and I want to look to see is that I, I believe that's here. If it's I'm here. Not mistaken. It's here. Oh. Yeah, so they, they got five week off this week, and then so they'll be all off their feet for a week and a half. Uh, you know, get the you know get some rest, see if they can come back in here and lighten. But you know, it was that old song, second verse, same as the first. Yeah. But however you say, I mean, I don't see too much changing from here on out. All right, so we will be uh, we'll be hitting you back on uh, Monday with our next episode as we look back, as we kind of look ahead or look take a slight moment of reflection and where we have. Well, you know what we can do? We can decision. reflect. We can maybe give some grades for the season or something like that. Yeah, we can do that yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, it's our show. We can like do that. whatever we want. Yeah. Do what, we want. do what we want. But uh, on behalf of the one and only Ed Easy Smith, I'm Javon J. Love Adams. We are presented by Bet Online. And tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend about what we got going on here at Believe in the Arizona Cardinals. We're also available on the Sirius XM app. However, you might be consuming this, we do appreciate it. And uh, like we always like to say around this time, are you can. Till we see you again, be easy out there. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.